Wedding Photographers, and welcome to Wedding Photographers Unite, episode number 97. I'm one of your hosts, Andy Buscemi, the self-proclaimed professor of photographic pontifications. In good company with a mythical legend himself, Mr. Neil Urban. Hello, how's it going? Good. Uh, we are also joined by the chatty Cathy of the Hudson Valley, Mr. Jimmy Ferrara. Jimmy, I own that name, and that's okay. Up. Jimmy, I'll take up? it. Nothing. Um, just hanging out, low-key. Okay, let's go right what's into it. You guys? Let's, let's go right into it. What have you been doing? What's going on? What's happening in the yeah, world of Jimmy, Jimmy Ferrara? Um, not much. Just, I haven't had a wedding since the last time we talked. Since that um, <laughs> the woman with the cell phone in the in the corner, and the so since then I I've edited the wedding. It's done. They've seen everything. It's blogged. Um, uh, you know, she's in the distance, but it's just it's just you know the people just. Be guests, please, please stop with the the cell phone stuff. It's, uh, you know, it, there's a bride contacted me from 2000 from a wedding I did in 2006, and looking at weddings then, uh, looking at photos, people like maybe took out a camera now and then to take a picture, but they didn't. The phones weren't anything like they are now, and it was it's nice to see re- honest reactions because I I I noticed back then I was shooting a lot of reactions of people just throughout the day because they were. Being, they're crying, they're hugging, they're pointing and laughing, you know. And so often now, it's uh, just staring at a screen, not seeing what's really happening in front of you. And I don't know how to stop it. Yeah, so. You don't. You just photograph it. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You just, you just shoot it. I just shoot it. So, but I was just, I was gonna say, I was saying off air that this, this is how much of a nerd I am. So, um, for Christmas, I told my wife, like, I'm like, you know, really, the only thing I want is a new podcast microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and uh, they're like, like, that's it. I've got everything else we have, you know, it's like, we don't, it's, it gets well, hard. If you, get a, if, uh, if you get a new one, I need a new one because we both have the same one. Then I've, yeah, there's a new I've... blue snowball. It's called the Yeti. looks pretty cool. Oh, it's got okay. a cough mic or a, a kill mic, whatever you want to call it. That's been out for a while. Either. It's not you new. You mean Jimmy, one of these that... things that I have? One of these? It should have came with your mic. No, it didn't come a with A popper? It. A popper? Yeah, the, sc- the screen popper. Yeah. It, it didn't one, come with yours? No, but there's one built in. It's like if you take this apart, there's a there's foam on the inside. Yeah, there is, but it's yes. Yeah, same with your SM58. There's a yes, foam inside that foam thing. Inside. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, mm. it's nicer to get one more in there and use. You know, I guess. I think at our level, it's fine. Yeah. Um. Anything else, Jimmy? Anything else going on in the world of Jimmy Ferrara? Um. It's okay if it's not. We can go it's, on. It's, there's a lot going on. Not done too much photo related. Just okay. a lot of holiday card stuff. All right. Um. Busy with um, that. Not really wedding related. Okay. Um, I'd like to uh, thank our podcast listener and amazing photographer, Gary Colho, uh, for an awesome job. Um, uh, I, we just uh, shot that wedding together out in Irvine, California, just about 45 minutes south of L.A. And uh, it was, an, it was uh, really cool to um, meet and work with somebody, you know, on the, that, you know, has listened to the show. And uh, you know, it was funny when we were talking on the phone, when, when I first, you know, called him when I got down there, he's like, um, he said something like, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a little odd talking to you because I hear you on the podcast all the time. And I know exactly what he's talking about because um, have you guys ever met somebody that you've listened to 
like on a podcast or on a, on the radio and then met them in in the real world before have you guys ever done that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's so strange, isn't it? Because when you listen to them talk, it's like all you do is hear the podcast when you're when you're talking to them. You know, it's like um, it's so because I met a, a couple of actually, um, you know, even I used to listen to Twip uh, this week in photography. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys ever listened to that, but I was I listened to that in like 2008, 2009, you know, back then uh, with Frederick Fran Johnson. And uh, is he still doing it? Yeah, he's still doing it. It's gone through a couple uh, reiterations, um, okay. but it's it's kind of back and, and doing its thing again. Um, but I met him at like WPPI a couple years ago or something like that. And it was just yeah, I remember it's, that. it's so weird meeting somebody that you listen to, you know, that long and that much. Um, just, you know, so Gary, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's and that's what it was, it's kind of weird. Um, but it was a, it was a really great wedding and it was um uh, it was, you know, I was really happy with it and it was, it was great working with you, Gary. So thank you for, uh, for, um, you know, for working and having everything uh, go as well as it did. He was super helpful. So any um, problems that wedding, any, anything to talk about, anything different out there or no, you know, it was all, you know, really kind of middle of the road as far as, uh, weddings go it was at a uh, Seagerstrom concert hall, um, which is this hmm. very big, beautiful, modern concert hall. Um, and, uh, you know, the only kind of bummer is the the whole year I was looking forward to this wedding because, um, you know, you Google the, the hall and you have these unbelievable, beautiful images of the, of the concert hall. <clears throat> and, uh, so I'm thinking we're going to be inside the concert hall. Anyway, I get there and I go to the rehearsal and, um, everything unfortunately was in the lobby. So, mm. you know, so the, the wedding now still incredibly beautiful. And like, you know, like I, we were able to get up on these second and third levels and do these top down shots, you know, looking down on the ceremony site, all the, the ceremony itself was in like a circular, you know, pattern, you know, so the chairs are in fours and grouped in fours. It was so, I mean, amazing, beautiful shots. Um, but it's just kind of unfortunate because I was like, oh, you know, and then I would talk to the people at the concert hall. I was like, can we can I take them in there? Can we can I get in there? And they're like, no, nope, you can't do that. So and mm. it looks and I did even like Google it online to see if other couples have gotten in there. and Nobody really has. So so at least they're staying consistent, you know. Yeah. Um, at least but I was, tried. Yeah. It was kind of a bummer, though, that we couldn't get in. I didn't even bring it up to the couple. And I, the couple must have obviously known. Um, you know, I just kind of quietly asked the the people at the the venue, like, "Hey, can we get in there?" And he's like, "Nope, can't do that." <laughs> so that was unfortunate. But the wedding itself was amazing. The couple was gorgeous, and I'm gonna have lots of portfolio um, stuff to show from that. So, Andy, what's the backstory in that? Did um, did you know the couple? How they find you? All the all that? Um, yeah, did you do an engagement shoot or? Yeah, so the uh, the groom, when I was living in Rochester, uh, I knew in 2002 for about four to six months. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I just I knew him as an acquaintance, and we did this, like, um, I started this little acapella group, and he was in it. He was, like, an RIT kid or a U of R kid. I don't remember which one. Um, and, uh, and so I knew him for a few months back then, but he had just, I guess, how long ago was that? 15, 16 years ago? <laughs> And we were on Facebook and he'd follow my work and uh, yeah, I went down there and did an engagement session with them this past March and then shot the wedding um, cool. this, this month. So it was, it was it's actually a perfect way because it ended my season um, and that was my last wedding of this year. Uh, and now I'm just, uh, I thought I was going to be done, you know, like, and I am done, I'm done, you know, and I'm just in editing mode, but now I have like these maternity shoots and I have these past couples that want to do these maternity shoots and, 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 and do you see, do you guys, 
I, I almost feel like I want to like turn those away, but I don't because like I know that they're past couples that I've worked with and they'll be easy. And then I take them and I like and I'm not charging probably as much as I should if they were new clients, you know. Uh, and it's like I just I almost want to be and then, you know, because some people just like say, no, no, I'm not doing it. I'm a wedding photographer and I'm like so close to doing it. But then I'm like, ah, oh, the, but the money is good. Right. And and it's I uh, what do you guys you know, do? You, know, but you, you do yeah. it all, though, right? Don't you guys take them all? Yeah, all the time, right? absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's so funny that you brought this up because my wife and I, we were actually talking about you recently um, and it was all good. But it was she was she was like. Andy only do weddings like because we we take we take on just about everything now, um, just because we want to and we don't want to turn turn our clients away. We're picky and choosy when it when it's newer people, um, but you know when it's past clients and, and wedding clients, we, you know we we pretty much do everything that we can for them. And then uh, you you came up in conversation like right, right around that same time. Wife, she was like, "See, just only do weddings," and I'm like. I think so, and if he doesn't, he doesn't really show any anything else that that he does do. Yeah. So, yeah, we're we're kind of like we're like kind of guessing like that all he does, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah, I so mean, it's kind of good yeah. to hear that you're opening up a little bit. Yeah. So, like, I, I right, but so, you know, my whole thing is it's all weddings, and then I would rather do weddings and commercial work. If I had if I had a say in it. I would rather do all weddings and commercial work because I actually like the pressure of a wedding. Um, I don't know. Something about the pressure of a wedding and having everything condensed and just happening like puts me on, on. And it's not that I'm not on, 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 on a portrait shoot, but I feel like it's harder for me to get. I mean, I'm going when I'm going. When I'm shooting, I'm shooting. But it's just like the lead up to it and the amount of conversations that you have with, with a you know couple or and not even a couple, but just like setting up, like, where is the shoot going to take place? What time is it going to take place? And going through all those details, I feel like I would rather just do it on a wedding because everything's condensed, you know? So I, I do some family stuff, but it's, I do, I mostly turn it away if it's people I don't know during wedding season. Um, if it's mm-hmm. people that I do know, I usually sometimes will take it if they're willing to kind of like do it on a weekday and, you know, work around what I'm, what I give them as being available. But I partially like even in December and the other thing too, that just kills me, right. It's like my wife has all of these, she's a very popular girl, right. And she's got all these friends in Buffalo, which is good for business, right. In one sense, but they all want me to do all these family shoots. And then I feel like I got, like, I got to do a, like, like, am I going to charge these people my full family session uh, yeah. rates and all that. And, and it just, and like she's wanting me to do it, and I'm wanting me to like put this the amount of time, and I gotta edit this stuff, and it's so, it just you know it's such a struggle. Like, and I'm and I'm really I've started telling her like, listen, you just have to tell tell your friends like I love them, but like no, I, it's not what I do. I'm a wedding photographer. I'm like so close to just being to just saying that, but then you know sometimes those those portrait sessions can be good for business and they lead to other you know other weddings and stuff but so i don't want to totally say no if it's people i know and i know that are good to network with but when they're just new people i just i just i'm just no i, I don't it's 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 going to it slows <laughs> me down no. right now like right now like i should be editing and finishing my weddings and then having this little break in between you know i can i'm lucky enough that i can that i'm able to do that to have you know, a little time off, you know, where between going crazy for like however many months I want that I want a couple months off, you know, just relax, but it's not going to happen if I start doing all these little shoots and all this craziness happens, you know? Well, just remember that like these little family shoots, they're almost like nothing to edit. I I mean, you don't, you don't have to go all out and edit like, like every, you know, 
just create a preset for your family shoots, run it through and, yeah. and deliver them. You know, that that's kind of like what we do. Just keep it nice and simple for these it is family pretty, shoots. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I recently, know? I've had a, a couple lifestyle sessions. Um, I had a vow renewal last week. I'm just finishing up now. Um, that had to get back burnered because of all the holiday card stuff. We're going away next week. So I told all my, this is like studio stuff for the holiday cards, like a little mini portrait session. They come in, they upload a gallery and then they pick what images they want. I make a card, boom. And um, and then I do a benefit for the local PTO, and that was this past weekend. So I had to do a lot of editing right away, and then I'll be done by the time we leave on Monday night. But uh, I found myself when I was going out on these little shoots, like the ones you were getting bites for, Andy, is it's great. I'm like, this is easy. I'll be home in an hour. In fact, I had one like last week. 30 minutes door to door. I left my house. I came back in 30 minutes later. That's how fast that Ooh, session was. It was nice. a quick lifestyle session. Like yeah. really quick. She wanted a mini. I told her a price. She's like, I really just want like a few photos or anything you do with the rate. So I came down a little bit. She's like, okay, that's cool. And then okay, but it here, was the easiest shoot. Here's my problem. Like these maternity shoots, they're past wedding clients, both of them, right? Oh, yeah. And it's, first of all, the sun sets in New York at, uh, you know, what, five o'clock these days or something like yeah. that. And people don't, oh, yeah. people don't get out of work until, you know, a certain amount of time. Right. And by then the sun is dark. All right. I don't want to be doing these things on the weekend. I actually want a weekend like an actual human being, right. For the amount of money that I feel like I get for a portrait session, I don't want to be doing these things on weekends, you know? So it's, fi- so it's five o'clock and I'm, and I'm telling these people, you know, I'll, you know, that if we're going to do it, it's going to be a weekday and all that. Right. And, and it's like, and so this one past bride, she's like, well, we'll just do it at night. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But then you're going to have, just so you know, number one, it's going to be a very different look for a maternity shoot doing these portraits at night, which can be beautiful. Don't get me wrong. You know, you know, like. Come on, Andy, I, you're good with the lighting. I know, I know. You can know, do it. I know. But then, but the other factor is this. It's cold here. It's 30 <laughs> degrees in Buffalo, New York. 30 degrees. And just coming back from California, remembering the craziness that we live in, it's 30 degrees. And so the and so a lot of you know like girl, women in particular think, "Oh, we're going to we're going to go outside and it'll be fine." But it's not fine. The second you get out there, you only have 10 minutes. You know? So, I'm trying to pick a spot where we can get back in the car, you know, and warm up in between shots and stuff, but it's just the amount of time that I put into like talking through it, I feel like sometimes isn't worth it. Maybe I'm crazy. Am I crazy? And I'm crazy. No, you're not crazy. Don't you have to bring an assistant too to the light for you? Uh, I usually don't for this. All right. You know? Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Like if I, if I, the, some of the shoots I did recently, the lifestyle sessions, I did bring some lighting cause I knew I would be inside. Um, but I gave them like standard rate and they were fine with it. So yeah, I'm, I'm bringing, you know, my a game of course, and I'm bringing right. like equipment to make it done. But that's quick one was like I took my Sony, I think I took three lenses, and that was it. I was right yeah. it was a mile away. There's a park well, a mile away from my house. So it was what, what, such what kind of lighting are you talking about? Because is isn't lifestyle sessions more like in okay, the moment well, kind of thing. So if you bring extra extra, extra yes. lighting, doesn't that kinda of like take away from in the moment stuff or I mean I am I'm, I'm not really a life lifestyle kind of guy, so it depends. Talk, if you're yeah, if, educate me a little bit. Okay. So summertime all good, right? You got plenty of light. You got light inside, big windows. You got bright light. You're fine. Um, this time of year, it, it's all leaves are down where I am. It's cold. You know, you got mm-hmm. a family. I had a, a, a family nearby 
they're, they were coming to their grandparents' house who live here. They live in Chicago. So it was them and then her sister who lived in somewhere else. So it was like three families in one house. And it was a really nice, awesome, big house. So uh, I don't know if it was that day Kathleen was here. Maybe it was. I, don't know, I think it was that day because she came with me to help me out. So her and I went down there. I have just a, uh, I just bought a speed light in an umbrella type thing. And then, boom, set up a stand, did like formal portraits by their um, uh, fireplace in the main living room. And it was fine. That was, that was the bulk of it. Then we did mm-hmm. pop outside the house just to shoot because it was a beautiful house. We went outside, just shot in front of the house. And then did maybe, and then I was rapid fire because it was, you know, they're throwing the kids around, they're running, one kid's crying. And then, <laughs> so we did, and I was there maybe an hour. But they wouldn't have been happy if it was just the outside stuff because yeah. that wasn't very formal. And if I'm just inside, I didn't have enough light to do that. You know, I got mm-hmm. if, if, I got depth of people. I can't shoot at 1.4. You know, I, I got to have everybody in focus. So I need light. And I also need that that extra, like that key light. You need, when you're doing a, just a simple it's like at a wedding when you got mm-hmm. like, you know, everyone in front of you, the family in front of you. If you don't have great light, you got to create it. So it, that's, that's how I work, but that's not all lifestyle sessions. Okay, so you start off with some formal stuff and then you just kind of go into like some action stuff. Yeah, uh, but the, uh, okay. there's one on, my, on the website, uh, I think. No, that's – never mind. But um, there's one I did over the summer, uh, like summer, fall, and I didn't bring any lighting. But again, we had plenty of light. To, to work with but I treated the formal session the same way like I'm trying to find soft even light in their face mm-hmm. and and go from there I just didn't want to show up with you know being that it's cold outside not being prepared yeah yep. yeah but it those sounds, teach jobs are great like teach jobs are easy you know they're, they're, they're such a refreshing take on leaving your house you're back in a couple hours and you're like cool and get some money and Everything, and you never know what that's going to lead you to. Of course, they're, if they're like, oh, my cousin's getting married next year. Here's a card. Yeah, but, I, but I already know them. Mm-hmm. I already know them. They already told All right. me their friends. If you already know them, that's different. <laughs> do we deal, <laughs> we no, also I, deal with, like, we have, we've had a couple parties at the studio now because we have, like, a little private lounge. And that's getting quite, you know, that's becoming the, the hot spot. And I would love for that to be more and more to the point where that's maybe a separate business even. And then we're hiring people to run the studio if we're off doing a wedding because that's the, if we're both doing a wedding and it has to be a certain date on a party, we can't host a party at the studio. But we have a couple of Sweet Sixteens coming up. More and more, they want us to do, like, take care of everything. And it's, it's great, and we all love it. And that's something that was just on the fly just to, for the hell of it we started doing. And it's becoming bigger and bigger. So who knows? You know, in time, it so just becomes even bigger. Kind of creating, like, a little catering. Yeah, yeah. Business, uh, you huh? know... Who knows where it's going to take off? Mm-hmm. You know, you can only do so much without hiring other people before you know before you start hiring other people and staff. Right. You never know. Neil, Yo. your turn. What's up, man? Oh. The the late night Neil is coming back. Yes, I've been pulling some really really late nights lately, which I just woke up about an hour ago to record this show. Um, I was up until five o'clock in the morning. We just finished our Christmas. Big old Christmas bash, um, which turned out really good. I t- kind of touched base on it last time, but we were still in the middle of it. We added more dates due to popular demand, and then we just kind of had to cut it off. People keep coming asking, but we're we're Christmas out right now. <laughs> Neil, how long did it take you to set up that that uh, that photo? Was awesome. Uh, Natalie and I were talking about it. The- oh, the the uh, yeah. The last- how long did it take to set that up? Oh man, that was a pain in the butt. Um, we tried it a couple of days ago and then all of a sudden the wind picked up and it started blowing all the, 
what, what the picture he's talking about is a picture I just posted on, on Facebook. It's something we, we do every year. Take a picture of ourselves with all the toys that we, uh, that we raised. And, um, and yeah, this, uh, we were halfway of setting up last time and, uh, and, and just the wind picked up and all the toys were just getting knocked over and it was getting dark out. It was getting late. We were getting hungry. We were getting cranky. So we just kind of like put everything back into the garage and then we set up the, um, the other day, which we really didn't plan on it, but there were, there weren't any wins, and we just kind of said, okay, let's let's hurry up and set all this up. And it probably took us about an hour, hour and a half, um, and then we had to break it all down. Um, yeah, because yeah, uh, just, there, just, just let that me one photo took us about three hours. Which I'll describe really the photo. So sucked. It, there's Neil and his wife and the truck in the center frame, wide shot, cameras low, and surrounding them left to right is is toys box toys and it's also which isn't very impressive it's stacked so it's like you're looking at a stadium of toys and i don't know what's behind the ones in the back if it's on if they're on chairs or little ladders or apple boxes i don't know but it's 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 certainly impressive photo just just, just a reminder for listeners these are toys that that clients donate as they come to the holiday photo session in order to get a discount on the holiday photo session but then also these toys get donated which is amazing and you had like the the most Ever this year, right? And um, yeah, we I mean, pretty much combine. Our, this is our fifth year, and combine our first three years is pretty much what we had this year. Um, so that, that kind of blows my mind. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. And I, th- I think I'm thinking, I'm thinking of that post that you made. Now it was like eighty five hundred dollars worth of toys or something like that. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Incredible, man. Absolutely, like literally, just, is, incredible. Yeah. just incredible, just unbelievable, incredible. How long is the session? With Twenty the- minutes. Uh, it used to be fifteen minutes, but since uh, since the set was a, a, a little bit larger this year, mm-hmm. um, we just extended it by five more minutes, which was twenty minute sessions, um, shotgun style. You know, family comes in, we shoot them all for twenty minutes. Um, so, because scientists say that uh, kid, you can only hold a child's attention span for eighteen minutes. So 15 minutes used to be perfect, but we needed that little, little bit more, that extra five minutes just okay. because it was cold. The, the, the set was just like three times larger this year than, than previous And they years, have time so. slots or they just, show, they just show up? No, they have, they have time slots, which uh, this oh, that's year, right. I saw that on your, on your, on your yeah, page. Yeah, um, right. we, we, we make it go live all in one day. People claim their spots and this year it sold out in three hours. Um, and luckily I, I ha- we haven't advertised yet. We haven't advertised out- outside of Facebook, which is pretty awesome that, that we really don't have to invest any money into advertising. Uh, so the word's just kind of getting around and, th- and that's all of our, all of our followers doing, you know, everybody just kind of shares it and they get excited for it. And it's, and that gets uh, us excited. Actually, you know what, this year I was, I was talking to Andy a couple nights ago, this year we really weren't going to do it because of our wedding season is so late this year. Um, I mean, we're, we're still in wedding season, so we're, we weren't really going to do it, but then all of a sudden we were like, you know what, this doesn't feel right. Um, it's, it's people's tradition now and it would, it would be, it would be a really sad thing if, if we just ended it, if, if we just said, oh, we're not going to do it this year. And you also um, charge a fee too, or is, or is it just a toy? Yeah. Yeah. We do only because, you know, we, we, as you know, we, we do go all out on our sets. Right. Um, you know, I mean, we, we purchased a freaking truck. Yeah, I know <laughs> this year cool. for it. You know, and so thousands of dollars goes into into our scenes. Um, yeah, and I'm not I'm not kidding. Uh, I think I think this year's set was um, seven eight thousand dollars. So oh my gosh, 
What are you doing with the truck now? You know, I when I first uh, I, I did have a buyer for it right away. You know, the, oh, okay. the guy actually wanted to be here for delivery just to check it out. I was like, oh, hold your horses. You know, I I kind of want to see this thing um, in my in my driveway first because I I really, I'm a huge fan of old <clears throat> trucks. You know, I'm I'm not a car guy, but there's something about these old trucks that I really love. It's because whenever I go out to California and, and visit family. Um, there's these old trucks like on the road out there. Um, and I just fall in love with them. Um, but anyway, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to keep it even though I did get offers from, from clients who are coming in, you know, these dads were coming in they're like, I'll, I'll, I'll buy that right now for you from you. So I, I know if, if I do want to get rid of it, I know I have buyers, but, um, I want to keep it. I'm going to put it on the road. It gets so much attention. Like people drive by still and just slow down and, and take pictures of it. So that leads to possibly uh, another business for me. Um, I'm thinking about putting it on the road and maybe rent it out to, uh, to other, other brides who aren't even our bride, who are having like a country style wedding that want to use it as a prop. I can just drive it to their venue and, and park it and leave it for the day. Or I can rent it out to, you know, local restaurants, country stores, wineries that are in the area. So, you know, you're, you're talking about, um, you know, something leading to another business for yeah. you. You know, this might lead to just a, a little side gig, not not a full owned business, but right. just a little side gig that I'm thinking about. You know, it's a it's a cool little thing. So, but yeah, I just finished um, the 165 um, sessions that we had editing all, all those sessions. I just finished them last night. Um, I was up until about 5 a.m. last. Wow, night. but I'm done, <laughs> and I'm I'm ready to get back to normal life. And um, I just had a. Uh, a boudoir session, you know, we're, we're, it's, it's kind of funny. We're talking about all these other sessions that we do and nobody had mentioned boudoir and, and we just had one and we have one, another one tomorrow and we do them at our house and, and it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's really different to get creative of and do other things. Mm. It's, it's, it's kind of refreshing, especially after doing 165 Christmas sessions. How'd you, how'd you fit that many in a day? Does that, that, much no, time. no, it's over it, multiple days. It was over. It was over multiple days. Okay, All we right. averaged about thirty per day. Um, we we sold out in three hours of a hundred fifty, okay. and then after we posted those, they they kept coming in uh, because people were posting their images. People were asking who did them, and so we opened up two more days. So overall, that I mean, we shot for about. Seven days, but some some of those days were only at nighttime because there aren't. We we tried something new this year. We did like an after dark kind of thing, which is was it was an experiment that we we did it like at nighttime underneath the lights, and um, the set looked so cool. It, it turned out like much cooler than I imagined, and it was it was pretty much high demand. So we opened up a couple more of those dates, and those people who booked the daytime slots, got their daytime slots, and then they came back again for the nighttime slots only because it looked so cool. So, um, yeah, it was... Oh, nice, man. Cool. That's, that's, that's amazing. That's say. Yep. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I yep. don't want to go on and on about because it's not wedding stuff. No, but it's, but, um, it's part of running a business, and, you know, well, look at that. You know, as what, wedding photographer, you can make a living just shooting weddings, but uh, you do, it's good to have these other things going on in order to maintain a full-time business. I think we should anyway, you know. Um, so, yeah, cool, man. Um, listeners, we have an assortment of hand-picked information that's relevant to you. But first, just in case you forgot your place in space and time, this is Wedding Photographers Unite, a bi-weekly wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers 
My wedding photographers. That was just oh, Jimmy slow went for it and beat him to it. I didn't the, want to step on your line. On the internet. <laughs> no, no. Uh, the show goes live roughly every other week, and while we're at it, please do leave us a review in iTunes or subscribe in iTunes. Just like, ooh, did we get a new one? Wise guy photos did. Uh, Wise guy photos says a must listen. Five stars. Thank you for all the stars. I finally made it through all the episodes, and as of November 15th, I am caught up. I've been in the photography world for 16 years and still was able to take so much away from Andy, Neil, and James. I would highly recommend this podcast to anyone looking to jump into or is already a wedding photographer. Great job, guys, and keep the episodes coming. Andy, I'm glad you started saying bi-weekly instead of bi-monthly. Laugh out loud. All thanks to Jimmy mm. Ferrara, by the way. Yeah that's, yeah, that's how I'm on the show, really. <laughs> also, leave us a review just like Paul in Southern California did. Paul in Southern California says, informative and entertaining. Paul also leaves all five stars. I've been shooting weddings for 10 years. I find that's an interesting theme between both of these reviews, both longer time yeah. shooters. And yeah, I still I like find that. tips and tricks throughout this podcast. It makes me feel like I've got coworkers, and that's a nice feeling. I've enjoyed the stuff about transitioning to Sony since that's a transition that I have recently made as well. Well done, gentlemen. Keep it up. Thanks, Paul and, so- and Southern California. Um, yeah, please do leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, that really helps uh, if you get something out of the show. Uh, leave the stars. Stars are good. Words are better, just like those guys did. So thank you so much. We really, really appreciate it. It's a way to give back to the show if you're getting something out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so also, uh, help us help you by sending in questions to info at WeddingPhotographersUnite.com or connect with us on our Facebook group. Just go to Facebook and search Wedding Photographers Unite. Uh, and we prefer to talk with you rather than at you. So... That said, uh, let's talk about uh, uh, the critique images that we'll be doing this year. So this will be the third year in a row we're going to do image critiques. And basically, uh, if you're a listener, uh, this is a free of charge service. Uh, You just uh, you get you send in your photos and you get them critiqued on the show. And uh, I think it's you get valuable information for uh, just for being a listener and for sending in a couple photos to us. Um, if you're interested, you have to send them in by January 15th. You're going to send in two images this year, no more than two, your top two images that you want critiqued. Uh, you're going to send them in by January 15th. And uh, they should be 2,500 pixels on the long end. Um, that would be nice. So when we're looking at them, they can be even the way that we put them up on the website and stuff like that. So uh, January 15th, two images, 2,500 pixels on the long end. We will probably, towards the end of January or early February, uh, start getting into the critiques this year, a little bit later than the previous years. But uh, we've got a few things that we want to do um, you know, coming up with the show. So uh, get those into us. It, again, that's info at weddingphotographersunite.com is the email address that you're going to send those to. Info at weddingphotographersunite.com. Uh, guys, in yep. the Wedding Photographers Unite group on Facebook, uh, yes. there is a mm-hmm. man, there's a gentleman. His name is David. And David, as soon as I back up my window, uh, David wrote in to the group, and he said something that sometimes when I see these things come in, I um, don't, some, you know, it's great because we're building a community and people are getting back. But sometimes I don't always have time to get back. And I think, oh, I'll just respond when I get to the podcast. So uh, David says he is in a pickle. He was hired to photograph a wedding over a year ago. He was only just starting out as a wedding photographer and didn't have contracts set up as a fail safe. So this is over a year ago. He's getting started, didn't have a contract set up. Unfortunately, 
um, for me, and this was a family friend. Fast forward to this year, and I photographed the wedding I was hired for. So he just recently photographed it. The agreed amount was very cheap, very, very cheap. And in return, the delivery amount of photos edited and supplied was relatively low, um, 200. I've edited and supplied the photos. So he said, so apparently, like he said, when he was just getting started out, hey, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm not going to charge you that much, but I'm probably only going to deliver 200. That's what he said. So anyway, he just did that. And now all of a sudden, that's not enough. The client wants over 400, the same that the other girlfriends have received for a basic package. The wedding was very low budget, and I don't think I can squeeze out 200 more quality photos. I want to keep them happy, and I really don't want to disappoint them, even though they're asking for more than what they paid for. What to do, photo family? I got I got the only comment you should ever say. Less is more. That's it. You gotta, he's got to convince his people, look, 20 photos of the bride putting on her shoes is going to water down the three or four that are the good ones. And he's like, that's just standard. That's just science. That's the way it is. You, you can't give someone too much because it then makes the good photos not as good. You know, when you, when you show someone your work, you show the best of the best, and it's like one photo of this scene, then another photo of this scene. Neil, like your, like your website has, you have an amazing site, and you have like such different photos from all over the place because they're set up, and, they're, and then you see one shot, and then you move on. You don't have like three or four of the same setup different bride or same bride slightly different setup so he's got to what he has to do is just convince his client be like i'm sorry you know it's just it's just because you have more images doesn't mean you have better images and you, he's got to tell them like okay she has 400 i have 200 and to be honest like i like he said he can't squeeze 200 more photos and if so it's like they're the same thing and some of them are blinking people and some of them are maybe they look funny you know maybe a nipple's popping out like elaine from <laughs> seinfeld who knows you know, he's got to be honest with this person and, and make it look like it's a good thing. That's Neil, my only what do you have to say to David? You know, I was actually online when he submitted this, and I did hop on there and, oh. and reply right away. And, I, and I, you know, I said, you know what, if you haven't yet, uh, design an album layout to show that you can tell their, their whole story with that least amount, you know, that, that small amount of images. And he, and he said he already did that, which... I guess didn't make them happy um, or didn't prove to them. It looks like the girls got together. Oh, how many images did you receive? 400. Oh, I only received 200. What's up with that? And she might think that there's more out there, but if there's not, then there's not. So I guess you just have to be honest with them. But the thing is, is that if you, if you already designed an album, you told the story of the day in the album, then that should be like enough. That should be proof. You should be happy with that. And I guess he gave him the album just for as as a thank you, so it was a cheap wedding. And then he gave him an album on top of that. So, and the, and this is a family friend. Um, oh gosh, like you just got to be honest. You know, there's nothing else to it right now. And and Jimmy, yeah, that, I agree. Like less is more. Mm-hmm. Um, but but then ask like, what parts of the day do you want more of? Like. Did you miss something or I mean, he, the only, he, he can also invite the person over and be like, look, I still have the the uncalled or the, the deleted images, whatever you want to call them and say, you want to take a look here, take a look. But, you know, I'll be honest with you, it's, it's going to then take me time to re-edit these photos. Um, and you can see for yourself, I'm fair in the edit. And this is this is why this one's gone, because that guy's blinking. And this one's a little out of focus. And this one's just like the other one. So what's what's the big deal? You know, you got to be honest it- with the person. 
Yeah. Yeah, because David, the what he said is, um, I think is which is an important word which he uses, which I think people should pay attention to is quality photos. Uh, he doesn't think he can squeeze out 200 more quality. Uh, it's not like he hasn't taken more. Um, I think he's just being honest with himself. And I think he should be honest with the client that he's all about the quality and not quantity, um, which is, I think is very important as an artist and right. as a business yeah. person. So This actually hits home with me because recently Kathleen and I did a wedding. Um, she was my assistant a couple weeks ago when, when Natalie had a party at the studio. So that's why we split up that day. And it was kind of a last-minute booking, not necessarily small. There was like a hundred something people there. Uh, it was at a very, it was at West Point, New York, and it had all the hits. You know, it was prep ceremony, portraits, groups, reception, whole thing. Um, I was there. We were both there eight hours, but there wasn't much going on. And it was nighttime for the the time we had allotted for portraits of the bride and groom. And you know, there's only so much I can do. There's only, and they didn't want to really spend much time doing that. My final called Im- images from that wedding was just under 400. And I was like, this is an absolute record. I've had more than that recently in just bridal portraits alone. And certainly for reception. Reception's like sometimes six, 700 photos right there. Or maybe not that much, but close to it. So I was like, oh my God, I hope everything's fine. And I went back and looked at what I deleted before I released it. And I'm like, all right, this, it's all here. You know, there's one group shot, another group shot. They're exactly the same. And I'm like, there's no need to give them both and and she was she looked at everything she's very very happy she couldn't be happier she loves everything looking forward to the album and that was a sigh of relief at that point because i was a little afraid just because of the number but then i looked at it i didn't change anything i didn't add anything i might have even taken some out i don't know uh so it it all worked out good but that was a record that it was that low for an eight hour day oh yeah 380 something what what are your thoughts andy uh david i have two thoughts for you um number one is stay consistent to what you said if you you know the most important thing that we can ever do in business is if we say we're going to do something do it and if that's a conversation that you had and you were honest with her about being new and starting out um and you said hey i'm new and i'm starting out so i'm not going to charge you a lot and i'm going to deliver 200 images then you need to stay stay and kind of hold to that However, I would give you some advice for the future, and this is just me personally, and everybody's going to have a different opinion. I don't get into numbers with with clients um, because here's what's happening. Um, first of all, 200 images for a wedding, if it's a regular size wedding, in my opinion, is a very low amount of images. Um, that's just my opinion uh, for a, if it's a regular full day wedding. Um, and if if you're really actually only delivering 200 images. She as a bride is saying, oh, there's 200, but I bet you there's a lot more, you, you know, um, and, and she's wanting to see those other images um, because she's thinking that maybe there is and blah, blah, blah. The way that I think you avoid this or what I have started to do is in my packages, I don't list number of images um, at all. And the what I always tell clients is um, if it's a good image, if it tells part of the story of the day, if it's not redundant, it's something that gets delivered. If it's awkward, weird, not, you know, doesn't tell a part of the story of the day, if it's redundant, um, you know, as Jimmy said, if there's a nipple flying out of a dress, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying that because he did. It was so stupid. Um, <laughs> um, nipples but, pop out. Yeah, but nipples like, come out. But, it, but if something like that is going on, <laughs> you, like nobody really needs to see that and it's not going to get delivered, you know? So it's like, 
and you you have to trust me as somebody that you're you're hiring. But the thing is, is what you avoid is this by not bringing up the number of images. You know, like if you just if you say that to anybody when you have that initial consult, that initial client meeting, everybody knows what you're talking about. If you explain it in that way, they're like, oh yeah, I guess we don't need the ones of our eyes closed. I guess we don't need this. But but and and the more that they trust you, the less that you're going to get into this. But the more that you that it's I feel, in my opinion, that it's locked down to the set certain amount of number of images. Um, you know, for example, when I had n- the number of images, like in the low package and high package, um, sometimes I would say, okay, well, I'm going to give you 400 images. But I really had like 600 great images. Well, I'm not a jerk. I was there as part of their day. And, and these are great images, and I want to deliver them to the client. So, it's, so it doesn't make sense to, to put this arbitrary number on the amount of images that end up getting delivered, in my opinion. And the same thing is true on the opposite side. In my higher package, I would say, oh, you're going to get you know, 800 images or 1,000 images, right? And then when it comes down to is maybe it was a short wedding and there wasn't a lot going on and there was only 650 images that told the story of the day. Well, I'm not going to try and farm out these same exact shots to hit this magical number that makes no sense and doesn't really mean anything. So so the, I, I don't have a number set to it and it's just going to be if it's a good image, it gets delivered. If it tells part of the story, it gets delivered. And if somebody comes back to me later and says, hey, do you have any more? My response to them is, um, well, I delivered everything that you know told the story of the day outside of things that are awkward redundant blah 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 if they forget that conversation we had at the initial consult and then if they really if they if they come in again they say oh but we really you know I'll, well the other thing i'll say is is was there something missing was there part of the day that was missing is there something missing because if there is i'm happy to check for that you know or it let you know what happened if something didn't get delivered in the way that we expected um, maybe you know something wasn't happening the way that we expected whatever um and you know, and then basically at that point, um, it, 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 you know, it leaves everything at ease. And under some circumstances, if somebody says, you know, but, but mom wants to see more, I'm like, okay, fine. So what I do, and this doesn't happen much. This happens maybe like two or three times a year. But I have this process in place that when this happens, I'm like, okay, if, if they take me to like level three, <laughs> right? And level th- and nobody, almost nobody gets there. But once or twice a year, somebody will get there like, hey, can we see more? You know, and I'm like, okay. And so I go to Lightroom and I, and I, sh- and I show them. I show them the, the, you know, if I delivered the three images out of 20, I'm like, okay, here's the 20 images, you know, and here's the and, and and it gets delivered as a, um, a Lightroom export of the what do we call this? Uh, what do we call a proof gallery? Not a proof gallery, but a proof sheet. Or uh, there's a name for this, and I'm dropping the name. Uh, um, context sheet. So I give I give them like in the old film days you would use actual context, but they still call it like a context sheet. So I export the context sheet of the 20 images in a row, and then you can see the ones that I picked and why. And do they once they see that? They're like, oh, he actually did pick the best images, and that, like I said, once or twice a year that happens where I where I end up sending that out, um, if it gets to that like level three. But usually in that order, like I'll like number one, don't mention images. Number two, if they do, you know, say is there something missing and all that that I just mentioned. And then number three, if it gets to that, then fine, I'll show you, I'll show you, you know what I mean. But you're just wasting your time and mine. But I'll I'll show you anyway, you know. Um, but the more that they trust you, the less you ever have to deal with that. And this happened because you're you're new and you're starting out. And um, but but what what is good, David, is that you were consistent in what you said. So and you were as a, and this is I think the most important thing you said you're going to do something and you did it. I would stay true to that for now. But maybe think about some of the things Neil, Jimmy, and I are saying for what to do about this in the future. Right. Good point. Yeah. 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 
the thing that really sucks about it, that the thing that I feel bad about David is that these are friends of his. Right. Um, and, and of course you care, you want to remain friends because if it's not the bride, then South and might never recover from that. So if, since they are friends, I mean, last resort, like Jimmy said, like invite them over, you know, you can take a look, take a look at everything that I took. This is why I delivered why I delivered. If there's anything that you see that you want, you know, I'll, I'll throw it in there just to make them happy. You know I mean? If this is like a regular client, then yeah, take, take, take one of our other, other advices, but, um, last resort, keep that friendship. Um, cause you never know that that might lead to, uh, other weddings down the road. So this reminds me if I could, if I may tell a quick story, which mm-hmm. probably won't be quick. Um, years ago, I, I shot a wedding by myself. This is around probably 07 era, eight, give or take. And the bride was really quiet. The sister of the bride was very outgoing. Um, only afterwards, the wedding, she told me she didn't really like her sister. I'm like, well, I, he, okay, he could have maybe told me that before. So I'm shooting her and her, and her boyfriend, like because she, because the bride was quite honestly not around. She was outside smoking a lot. She didn't want any photos of her smoking. I was like, okay, well, she's not, so anyway. She, Overall, she was a little disappointed with the results. Not so much of my style or what I shot, but just what was photographed. And her, not not as many as her, was one of them. And that was what I said to her afterwards was like, well, you know, I forget her name. But I'm like, you, you actually were MIA a lot of the times. You know, people had to come find you for some of the stuff at the reception. Do you remember that? She's like, yeah. You didn't want any photos of you smoking. You were, you were a heavy smoker. I don't know what to tell you. So... Then she came back to me again saying that she wasn't happy. And I said, I said, I don't know what else to tell you. I, I got, I got prep. I got you doing all the hits. I covered everything. There's nothing missing that I didn't get. And at one point I said, if you find, if you find another photographer out there, a competent photographer that I don't know that agrees with you to say this person did not cover or not good, good job. We'll talk about a refund. I never heard back from her. Never did an album with her. Never heard back from her. So it was, I, I knew in confidence, I'm like, she's not going to find anyone that's, that's a professional photographer that will agree with her that this person missed the first kiss or didn't get any group portraits or didn't do any bridal portraits or yeah. anything that happens on a standard wedding day. It was all there. It just was a lot less of her. And, you know, she never told me she wasn't really fond of her sister, which is such an odd thing when she's there and she's, you know, in the bridal party and very outgoing and all that. So I was, it was an odd day. We get them. Yeah. yeah. So I, I stuck, like Andy said, you know, stick to your gun, stick to what you agreed upon, be a professional, be a businessman, and then you know, go from there. You know, don't yeah. just cave right away because then they'll have you in their court. Yep. It is a little bit different. So I forgot, I, when I was mentioning what I mentioned, I forgot about the friend aspect of this. And thanks, Neil, for bringing that back home as far as that goes, because that does matter. Um, you know, especially if it's a friend, I would do what Neil said too. Bring him over, show him, show him what you got, be yeah. honest about it. It's okay. Um, mm. I was oh, David, to show you yeah. have a contract. Yes, yeah, yes. David, you you you're new to this. You know, don't let this get you down. Just learn from it. Um, you know, and learn from your mistakes and keep it going. Uh, gentlemen, uh, mm-hmm. unless you have anything else, I think that's going to wrap up episode ninety-seven. I got nothing. Oh, wow! All right. Yeah. Um. 
just we didn't have anything else to talk about this week. So I think that's that's going to do it. Do it unless you guys have something else. Um, no, no, that's about that's about forty five minutes episode. That's not bad. Yeah, not bad. Uh, um, it it yeah. didn't feel like that. It felt like we were only talking for like fifteen minutes. These things go by quick nowadays. Yeah. Well, this this one is a little bit shorter for us. We've been sometimes going about an hour and ten, you know, an hour, over an hour pretty, pretty much recently, but. Um, so I guess I'll just remind listeners, uh, you know, send in those images uh, to info at weddingphotographersunite.com uh, so we can do uh, that image critique. We'll probably do it towards the end of January, early February. Uh, but the deadline will be January 15th. Two images at 2,500 pixels. So thanks for listening, everybody. Um, yeah, and we have a we have a guest next, next week. So let's uh, let's get people excited about that. A little... Uh, yeah. So... Little it, advertising right there. Just <laughs> get people excited the why, next one why not keep tuning in yeah <laughs> that's but, just the business guy in me <laughs> oh yeah actually and one more thing um if you use amazon alexa oh shit she just heard her name uh she just woke <laughs> up over in the corner over there um but you can uh you can find the podcast on there but you have to ask to ask uh it to play through tune in radio so you have to say you know who um uh, you know, play the latest episode of Wedding Photographers Unite on TuneIn Radio. If you do that on your devices, there it'll uh, the show will pop up. If you're interested, just another way to to get access to the show. So, did you test this yourself, or did an actual listener uh, chime in and and say, "Hey, this is uh, it's not showing up in Alexa"? No, I was. Te- or, or, or were you sitting around at home just like testing? I was stuff? testing it at home. I want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to see if it works. See, I, I because, knew. I knew that was the answer. Yeah, because it's cool. Like te- the technology is cool that you can just do that. You know, like. Um, and I wanted to see that it still worked and it didn't. So then I was trying another way to, to do it and you have to ask for it through tune in. So you just, but it'll pop right up if you do that. Jimmy, um, are you into any of that stuff? Like Alexa and, um, and good, and yeah, good question. I was just talking about that. I know because Says I have an the iPhone man who has an Apple sticker on his microwave. Oh, that's just what hell of it. <laughs> but, um, uh, I, I can't, I don't see if I, okay. So if I'm playing music. There's an iPod, an older iPhone, rather, that's that's the 30-pin that lives on a Bose sound system. We go to Pandora, we go to Sirius, or we go to music, you know, my own iTunes, and play stuff out of that. It just plays it. I don't need it from a, a Alexa thing because... That's not the point. It's not the I'm point. Just, I'm just getting there. Music. But I know there's other things that it can do. I can also just do it from my phone. I can just pick up a phone and remind myself or put something on Amazon. Oh, I, I don't know. You don't, I, you don't know what you're other missing. Things. Until you have an Is Alexa it? in every room of the house like I do... You don't know what you're missing when you can walk into any room, add things to your to-do list. You can open your garage door, turn the Christmas lights on and off, turn the you know turn all the lights in the house the way that you want it to in a certain kind of way, shape, or form. I've got everything in the whole house. I've got the garage door. I've got you have the garage door. Uh, the garage, uh, oh yeah. Like what extra stuff do you need? I know this isn't wedding photography, and we're just kind of talking. <laughs> That's here, okay. But this why is not? everybody. This we is, have a short episode anyway. This is bonus. But, I mean, this if is you're still listening, here. this is bonus yeah. content. Now we're done with wedding <laughs> photography talk. Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, you just, uh, it just seems like a lot of stuff. It's not that bad. It's, 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 you know, I mean, it's, I think it's worth, oh my God, the convenience of, of telling, you know, like the garage door and you can do it from the phone too. Um, so, okay. So what do you need for like a garage door? Do that, you yeah. like, need a whole unit to, to open it or not do you need, necessarily like, plug, like you, you can actually, um, you can actually just use your current garage door and you can get like a little add on thing that, you know, will trigger it with the remote control through Wi-Fi. Um, so you can... So I think this is silly, Andy. I, when I need to open the garage door, I'm, I got a, a bag on my hand. Can I have you a key do it, in, can in the you car. Can you do it I from anywhere door. in the country? 
at, at a moment. Why notice? would I? I? If whoever's coming over to feed the cats knows has a key or knows the code to the front door, comes well, in, feeds the cats, and leaves. Unless it's like a home alone situation where, you know, they're on the plane and they're like, oh, I forgot to close the garage door. That's it. There we, you we go. Kid that never me. happens. <laughs> <laughs> you, you always know where the garage door is closed or not when you yeah, leave but, the house. But it's not, so now here's the other thing, too. I, I am a – oh, okay. So my microphone cut out, so I'm still recording. This happens like every episode now. It just yeah. – whatever. So do you guys yeah, hear me again? Once we hit like the 50-minute mark, it always happens. That yeah. might be it. But you yeah, hear me now? go ahead. So, yeah. So, yeah, let's continue now, talking about – Geeky stuff okay, in that so, wedding photography. Yeah, yeah. So, so the the thing is, is that as a photographer, right? Aren't you guys sensitive to light and like have and wanting the light at a certain level? Like, I'm super sensitive to like I do not like bright lights. And, oh, and like yeah. when I'm every, eating every dinner, light. I don't like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I am, I'm fanatical about it. It drives me Agreed. nuts. You know, every so, light needs a dimmer in my house. Yes. Every light. Exactly. Absolutely. Every light has a dimmer. Absolutely. Yep. And, and I, and I used to have every light with a dimmer. Right. But now I just say, you know, who set, set living room 20%, you know, who set, set, uh, set dining room 50%. Set kitchen twenty percent, and then it just does it. And if it's too light or too bright, oh, uh, you know, you know who set basement forty percent blue, set basement forty percent red. You know, like if, if you're watching a movie or whatever, like it, it's throughout the entire house all the time. And it and it's lights, it's the fans. Um, you know, like let's say that I'm in bed in the morning, right, in the bedroom, right, and literally, I actually just did this this morning. So I'm I'm laying in bed. And I'm like, oh, and I'm, and you know, like you have those things, you think you got to add things to your to-do list and they just like pop up out of nowhere in the middle of nothing. Right. So I'm like, I'm like laying in bed and, and I'm like, oh, I got to do this, but I, you know, I, I don't want a phone like glaring in my face or whatever, you know, cause then I'll just wake right back up. So I say, you know who add this to my to-do list. And then I fell right back asleep, you know? And it, it's like that. And you can turn the, I have the fans on. So like, you know who set ceiling fan on and then the ceiling fan just starts rolling. I got the whole I house. Just, the I can whole just house get up and dim the light or turn the fan on. <laughs> yeah, but then you got to get up and do that. You got to get it's up and what? do that. I know. I, I, you, you bring a good point. The only I've had on my phone uh, the Honeywell thermostat. Yeah, uh, I've got thermostat the thermostat app. too. Yes. I've had that for Amazing. years now. Yes. Because so I, I wanted to control the studio. I don't want – I'm not heating 1,600 square feet if a snowstorm comes and I'm not there the next day. So I'm like, this is silly. And it takes, takes too long to – Go yeah. there and raise heat. Or if so you forget, if you forget it, anywhere in the world, you do the thermostat, yep. right? And I when do it. Yep. I, when, and so, you know, when you're different parts of the house and, like, say you're, you're colder upstairs or warmer downstairs or whatever you want, and you're constantly running back and forth to, like, turn the thermostat up and down, like, there's no more of that. You're in the bedroom. You're hot. I know. You say, so you know I who, agree with you on thermostat, that, you know who, thermostat 72, you know who, thermostat 69, and then it just does it. And you're not, like, running up and down the stairs to, like, change it and stuff like that. Like, it, it, it's incredible. You do it from for anywhere. Me though, our house has just one zone for AC and heat, so it's just either one. And the studio is again is one zone there. So, um, but yeah, we'll be lazy on the couch, and Nat will be like, "It's a little cold." I just my phone's right near me. I'll just turn on the I'll just open the app, raise it a couple degrees, and the thermostat is literally right above our head. So, <laughs> but, but like, it's, it's, that doesn't happen that often. But um, the the app that's like a practical purpose to save money and to be a very good convenient. The the lights thing is like I just come home lights. I have. I have timers on lights. It's fine. I know. I know it does a lot. Yeah, and you can set up maybe all those right timers. I've got the, the timers too. Yeah, maybe you're right about the everything. You don't, you don't know what you don't have and how yes, good it is. You don't. I don't feel like replacing everything. I maybe in time, but Worth Alexa it. is just not on a, a on my 
list of those little i got those little right hockey pucks in every room those like they're like 40 bucks the little yeah. hockey puck alexas i have them in every room every room in the house and any, any room in your house it just it just does everything you want it to do amazing so can you use all this stuff like for other systems like the apple home base system or what else is there there's the yeah google there's google Pod home or something there's like google, that. Home, google home there's amazon alexa um there's uh apple has their system too uh and I think uh, Google Home is on par with Amazon Alexa. I think Apple is lagging a little bit behind in terms of what's really compatible and what's really Yeah, that's working. what I read. And I'm an um, Apple guy, so yeah. that's why I was kind of just wondering if, if I could do all this stuff. Because you know, it's it's kind of like buying a, a camera system. Once you're yeah. once you're into one, you have to pretty much keep it all. Yep. Um, yeah, I th- Apple is still lagging behind uh, as far as I understand it. Um, but really, it's I need, more expensive. I re- yeah. Yeah, and it's you know they were just kind of. You say those pucks are what forty forty bucks, and Apple's like three hundred. Probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> but I mean, that's because it, here's the thing: if you do it, you really have to make two decisions. You either get one Amazon Alexa and you just have it in the living room and use it for like on that level, or if you really kind of go all out, you add it to you know pretty much every room, and you know it's fifty bucks a, a hockey puck, and then you can actually use it the way that you're supposed to. Then it's like Star Trek. Every time you go into a room, you can change anything and do everything you want to do. Because because what is kind of annoying is once you get used to doing it, if you walk into a room and it's not there, then you really kind of it's it's almost annoying, right? Because then you can't you can't use it the way that it's really supposed to. Once you get it all kind of going, um, mm. but yeah, it's. Uh, and uh, you can do it all from the phone, too. So you can open up the Amazon Alexa app on the phone. And so, like, I can't even tell you how many times when I'm out of the, the, the house or out of the, you know, state or whatever, I just go on the phone and, and my wife is like, oh, did you turn on the lights or whatever? Did you do this? Or the, or the Hugo, our, our dog is home, right? And she's like, oh, you for, you, did we leave the light on for Hugo? And I just, I just open up, I click my, my Alexa and I say, Hey, you know who, um, you know, turn on lights, 30% living room. And then it just does it, you know, like, cause if it gets dark or whatever, and mm-hmm. I don't have the timer mm-hmm. set up. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, oh, it's awesome. It's the future, man. Future. Come join us. I Jimmy. know. And, and it's, it's Christmas season. All these things are on sale. So that's why I was asking questions. So yeah, we can, we can talk but. about the privacy aspect, but that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> the you know, privacy aspect, but I don't, I don't think so. Um, okay, well, that ends the bonus edition yeah. of Wedding Photographers yeah. Unite. There you go. <laughs> Tech talk, bye. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right, uh, so Jimmy Ferrara, where can people find you? Uh, website is jamesferrara.com. Social is the at symbol, and then jferrarafoto. <laughs> and Mr. <laughs> Urban, thanks for, the, for that, Jimmy. Uh, Neil Urban, N-E-A-L-U-R-B-N.com, and you can find me through all the social media stuff through there if you click on one of the links. I can't remember. X or something. So. And my name is Andy Buscemi. The last name is B-U-S-C-E-M-I. Uh, just find me on social media by Googling my name. Thanks, everybody, for listening in to episode number 97. We'll catch you next time for number 98. Peace out. Farewell, everybody. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Be gross.